What are short Buddhist phrases called? There's a name for it. Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologism's episode 42, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered internecine, altruism, and ephemeral. And in this episode, we're covering desiccate, laudable, and laconic. Let's move on to our first word, which is desiccate. The eggs of the Aedes aegypti mosquito, they desiccate, and then they just, they're all over the environment. And as soon as you just put a little water on them, they come back to life because they can, they can be dormant for weeks or even months. I like to move over there. What, are you crazy? You're going to desiccate out there. Nothing can live out of water. And then when the sun's shining during the day, they do photosynthesis. That way, if, if they were to open those pores, when it's so hot outside, yeah. they would all the water would just yeah. instantly right. desiccate and right. go out. So. Desiccate. D-E-S-I-C-C-A-T-E. Desiccate. D E S. I-C-C-A-T-E. It's a verb, and it means to dry thoroughly, dry up. It can also mean to dehydrate, to preserve by removing moisture. I love this word, desiccate. It reminds me of something that's dried and shriveled up, and it almost sounds like desert cake, desiccate. So we can think of a cake that's been left in the desert, and it's all dried up, desiccate, desert cake. So I have a serious question for you. Have you ever tried desiccated grapes? Now I know what you're thinking, desiccated grapes, shriveled up, dried up grapes. Oh wait, aren't those the same things as raisins? And they probably are, but my wife and I have been desiccating grapes in our dehydrator and I swear they taste even better, even sweeter than raisins. They almost taste like a healthier version of Gushers if you guys have ever tried that candy before. They are so good. It's crazy. And what we've learned over the years through all our desiccation of fruit is pretty much every fruit tastes good desiccated. Strawberries, blueberries. Oh my God, blueberries are so good. They're like candy, I swear. Pineapple. Oh my God, pineapple is so good. It's addicting. They are addicting desiccated. And obviously after you've you've desiccated a lot of the water out of fruit, you're left with a much more concentrated form of sugar. So it's not surprising desiccated fruit is so good. Okay, so if I were to ask you what word most closely relates to desiccate, what would you say? Moisten, apprehensive, humid, or drained? Moisten, apprehensive, humid, or drained? The answer would be drained. Which scenario would most likely lead to desiccation? A clown on a hot summer day who hasn't drank water for two hours and is riding his unicycle uphill against the wind. A squirt gun fight between two fish in a fish tank. Reading a book you don't like but you feel obligated to read because your boyfriend said it was good. Driving your car backwards down a one-way street during a blizzard. The scenario most likely to lead to desiccation was the clown on a hot summer day riding his unicycle uphill. All right, desiccate means dampen, 
evaporate, corrugate, or pamper. Dampen, evaporate, corrugate, or pamper. Desiccate means evaporate. And it's going to break apart the water, and the hydrogen is going to escape to space, and it's going to be gone. And you're going to permanently maybe desiccate that planet. It's going to turn into like a dune world. To promote uh, healthy leaves and put energy into those leaves, as well as removing the aphids from the plant, so they desiccate and die in the pathway on a warm day. You don't want a huge long piece sticking off of this. It's just going to desiccate and die back and potentially cause more problems. You know how it is. If they're hanging out in the breeze, they're going to desiccate much more quickly. All right, so that's the word desiccate. We thought of a desert cake, a dried, shriveled up cake, and it means to thoroughly dry something out. Let's move on to our next word, which is laudable. And I think it's extremely laudable that the World Bank has committed to serving the poorest 40% of the population. His delays in producing judgment stemmed from a no doubt laudable desire to investigate every point as fully as possible and to ensure that he did justice to the parties. I love, by the way, I think that 2% is incredibly laudable in India. What about the other 98%? Laudable. L-A-U-D-A-B-L-E. Laudable. L-A-U-D-A-B-L-E. Laudable. It's an adjective, and it means deserving praise, praiseworthy, commendable. So reorganizing your furniture for more space could be considered a laudable idea. I think this is a pretty easy word to remember because laudable, to me at least, almost looks like applause or applaudable. So something that is deserving of applause, applaudable, if you will, is laudable. At least that's the way I remember it. So how about you? What is something laudable you've done lately and how do you determine an acts or an action's laudability? This is not a rhetorical question. I really don't know. What I will say is I try to limit the amount of praise I give my child. In fact, I don't even praise him at all because he never does anything laudable. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Relax. But I sometimes wonder if praise can have a deleterious effect. And so even if my son does something laudable, rather than praise him, rather than saying, you know, good job or something like that, I'll celebrate with him or try and show my appreciation for what he did instead. So say he laudably picks up after himself. I might thank him and then say something like, wow, look how clean our table looks or something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah, that's all I got for laudable, you guys. I don't know. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. I'm not here to give parenting advice, all right? I'm probably the last person you should ask for something like that. All right, so here are four choices. Pick the one that most closely relates to laudable. Unworthy, disrespected, untrue, or excellent. Which word most closely relates to laudable? Unworthy, disrespected, untrue, or excellent? We would say excellent. Who, all right, this is a little uh, contentious, all right, who is most likely considered a laudable person? And, and you know, we're going to be using um, conventional Western moral standards when we're, when we're looking at these four choices, all right? 
So through conventional Western moral standards, which person would be considered most laudable? The kid who takes all the candy for himself, the kid who says he doesn't eat candy so he can later thieve it without anyone thinking the wiser, the kid who takes one piece for himself and ensures every other kid gets a piece, the kid who sneezes on all the pieces so no one can have any candy. The most laudable person would be the kid who takes one piece for himself and ensures every other kid gets a piece of candy as well. I see that that is a positive effect of human nature, not, not something that makes um, altruistic behavior sort of um, less, less, less admirable or less laudable. First thing you have to do is convince the American people that you can actually do the job they've given you already. Before you then, they give you greater latitude to do other things, some of which may be laudable, but none of which they'll support right now. To resolve the wicked problems of racism and white supremacy for once and for all, as laudable as such an enterprise might be, it is also, I think, an impossible one, at least for now. It's a desire that we have individually, which we think, once again, is laudable by nature, and that we encourage in other people. All right, that's the word laudable, something that is deserving of praise, and we thought of applaudable, laudable, and that's how we remembered the word. Let's move on to our last word, which is laconic. Probes was laconic, prophetic, intransigent. He exuded the tight-lipped silence of the American West. He was from Colorado. That bloke sitting over there on that table, don't you reckon he looks like Mark Latham? And Rod, who sort of got dry, laconic style, um, said to his friend, well, actually, it might be Mark Latham. And the bloke said, no, he wouldn't want to come to a place like this. And even if he did, we wouldn't let him in. I think part of the reason I wanted to goof around on the title The Happy Feminist is I don't like the idea that you are obligated to have any particular emotional state. Like, this could just as easily be the depressed feminist or, um, you know, the laconic feminist or <laughs> I've run out of feelings I can think of. Laconic. L-A-C-O-N-I-C, laconic, L-A-C-O-N-I-C. It's an adjective, then it means using few words, expressing much in a few words, concise, a laconic reply or a laconic statement. So a few weeks ago, we covered the word pedantic, which meant someone who is very knowledgeable and likes to show their knowledge off. And so I think you're very unlikely to find a laconic Pedant, a pedant is a pedantic person. That's the noun of pedantic. Oh my gosh, this is a really hard word to say, pedant. It's just sort of weird. But I think you're very unlikely to find a laconic pedant, someone who is showy in their knowledge but uses a few words to express it. And if you say this word out loud, I think it'll make it easier for you to remember its definition. We can say laconic, almost like lack on it. And remember, we are using a lack of words to express something, laconic, a lack on it, lack, lack of words to express something. So in my younger years, 
I had a, a Buddhist philosophy class. I would say Buddhists are kind of laconic. If you look at a lot of Buddhists, what's the word for like a, a fancy Buddhist principle or like parable or something? But it's a short story that demonstrates some sort of moral point, right? If you look at a lot of Buddhist teachings, they'll be like, I don't know, maybe a paragraph or a sentence or two, but then they have all this meaning behind them. So I would say Buddhists tend to be very laconic people. So here are some here are some kind of cool, in my opinion, of course, here are some cool Buddhist laconic statements. I never see what has been done. I only see what remains to be done. You only lose what you cling to. The trouble is you think you have time. The past is already gone. The future is not yet here. There's only one moment for you to live. So those are, all right, you guys get it. Those are pretty laconic statements. I think those are kind of cool. And they're fun because whenever you read something laconic, even though it's short, you end up thinking for a long time about what you read. And I also think it's kind of hard to be laconic, don't you think? We often probably say more than we need to, but when you think of a wise old person, don't you think of someone who speaks slowly and is laconic? They don't use unnecessary words. They don't use fillers. They say exactly what they mean and mean exactly what they say. They are laconic. I was reading a book recently and I came across a laconic Nietzsche quote and I thought I'd share it with you. I don't know. It's just kind of neat. I thought you guys would like to hear it. So here it is. All right. This is about fatherhood and parenthood and all that. What was silent in the father speaks in the son. And I often found in the son the unveiled secret of the father. Oh, I just love that. God, I love that. Such a that's a cool that's a cool statement right there. I don't know much about Nietzsche, but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, pick the word that most closely relates to laconic. Tricky, flawless, short, merciful. Tricky, flawless, short, merciful. It would be short. Who is most likely laconic? A principal giving a commencement speech, a congresswoman giving a preamble to a statute, an actress giving an acceptance speech for a Grammy, or a mother reprimanding her child for eating too much cake. Out of those four choices, probably the mom reprimanding her child for eating too much cake. How heartening that our patriotism rarely descends into jingoism and that our national sensibility is grounded by a laconic wit, an ability to laugh at ourselves, and an ability to prick the egos of the self-important. Biblical authors, the prose authors, just told the basic facts in this very laconic style of writing. And finally, the region around ancient Sparta is the origin of which adjective meaning concise or pithy in verbal expression? Laconic. Correct. Ten points for this. A mysterious farmer called Fred Dagg appeared. Wearing a black shearer's singlet, baggy khaki shorts and gumboots, Fred had a laconic delivery and an unmistakable New Zealand accent. All right, that's the word laconic, and it meant using few words or expressing a lot in few words. And we remembered it by thinking lack on it, lack on it, lack of words. All right, let's go through our words for this episode. We had desiccate, laudable, and laconic. For desiccate, do you guys remember the mnemonic we had for that, desiccate? And I said, think 
of a desert cake, a dried up, shriveled up cake, desa cake, to dry thoroughly to dehydrate something. Then we had laudable. And it's funny, I didn't pick these words. I just sort of randomly picked these words, but they all kind of have similar mnemonics. So then we had laudable. And our mnemonic for that was laudable. We were to think something that is applaudable, laudable, applaudable, something that is praiseworthy or deserving of praise. And lastly, we had laconic. We had lack, lack on it, using a few words, lack of words to express something. So that wraps it up for episode 42 of Nick's Knack for Neologisms. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Feel free to swing by iTunes, leave me a review, and I will see you on episode 43. All right, bye-bye. 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 Hello and welcome to Nick's Neck Bowl Neologisms episode 30. Shoot. I got a burp or something. It's like stuck in my chest. Come on, burp. I gotta get this done. Can't be talking all day with the verb stuck in my throat. Come on, don't be shy. Don't be shy. I don't think pedantic is actually a laconic pedantic. Maybe it's laconic pedant. All right, we're gonna have to redo this, bro. About the butcher this one. So a few weeks ago we covered pedant, pedant, pedant. Such a weird word, pedant. Like I want to say pendant, but it's pedant. So a few weeks ago. All right. Alright, for you guys, I'm out. <laughs>